This is a Federal News Network podcast. Coming up on today's Federal Newscast, the Space Development Agency has landed upon a new permanent home. It looks like GSA will keep contractors busy this winter. And the IG community honors its best. These stories and more in today's Federal Newscast. It's Thursday, October 6th, 2022. Welcome to today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm Peter Masurlian. DOD's Space Development Agency is now officially part of the U.S. Space Force. DOD created the agency three years ago. SDA has lived within the Pentagon's Research and Engineering Directorate since then and has been busy creating constellations of small satellites to improve military communications and track missile threats using a spiral development acquisition process. SDA will now be one of three acquisition organizations within the Space Force. The change was directed by Congress in last year's defense authorization bill. GSA is planning a busy winter for contractors. Federal News Network's Jason Miller tells us why. The draft request for proposals for two major procurements from the General Services Administration are expected out in the next six months. GSA will release the draft solicitation for the Alliant 3 government-wide acquisition contract in the first quarter of fiscal 2023. It will then release the draft RFP for its new cloud blanket purchase agreement called Ascend in the second quarter of this year. GSA says industry input on both of these drafts is crucial to getting them right. Additionally, GSA will be awarding the Polaris Small Business GUAC and continuing to work on the Oasis Plus multiple award contract this winter. Jason Miller, Federal News Network. The Inspector General community recognizes some of its top performers for a busy year of oversight and investigations. The Council of the IGs on Integrity and Efficiency awards 87 honors to agency IG offices for excellence in auditing, investigations, IT, and more. Top awards go to the investigative team at the Justice Department IG's office for looking into allegations of sexual abuse by former USA Gymnastics physician Larry Nasser. The Labor Department's offices of investigations and audits were also recognized for rooting out the fraud in the unemployment insurance program during the COVID-19 pandemic. The IRS is awarding $1,000 bonuses to surge team employees tackling the tax return backlog. Federal News Network's Jory Heckman has the details. Temporarily reassigned surge team employees are being asked to stay on through the end of 2022, but these frontline workers are getting a $1,000 bonus for their efforts. The IRS announced its first surge team of 1,200 employees in February. IRS Commissioner Chuck Reddick says IRS surge teams help the agency reduce the number of tax returns in need of adjustment from over 5 million at the start of the year to 2.3 million as of August. Most of the bonuses went out to eligible employees in September, but a few remaining awards will be distributed to eligible employees later this year. Jory Heckman, Federal News Network. The Office of Personnel Management warns that enrollees in the Federal Employees Health Benefits Program might be leaving valuable savings on the table. Federal News Network's Drew Friedman reports. OPM urges FEHB participants to take advantage of the upcoming open season and look at potential alternatives to their health care plan choices. Just 2.5% of enrollees changed their health coverage last year and less than 1% switched insurance carriers during open season. 
Participants can make changes to their health benefit options during the upcoming open season, which runs November 14th to December 12th. Drew Friedman, Federal News Network. The Federal Chief Financial Officer community is mourning the loss of Sam Mock, who passed away after a short battle with cancer at the age of 77. Mock was the first CFO for the Treasury Department, appointed by President George H.W. Bush. He later served as the CFO for the Labor Department, appointed by President George W. Bush. Mock served as the president of the Association of Government Accountants and first joined federal service in the Army as a senior foreign service officer in the Bureau of East Asian and Pacific Affairs for the State Department. The National Archives and Records Administration is looking for ideas on how it can better serve the public. Federal News Network's Justin Doubleday has more. NERA's new draft customer research agenda asks how the records agency can improve the quality and accessibility of its services. NERA admits that some of its services may not be as easy, efficient, and equitable as they could be. The agency is asking questions about customer service preferences and how it could better connect with the people it serves. NERA plans to finalize the customer research agenda by the end of fiscal 2024 and then update the document on an annual basis. Justin Doubleday, Federal News Network. The Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency looks to get local feedback on new rules that will require some companies to report cyber incidents. CISA will host a listening session at D.C.'s Metropolitan Washington Council of Governments building on October 19th. It's one of nearly a dozen public sessions CISA is holding around the country. The agency is getting public input to help guide implementation of the Cyber Incident Reporting for Critical Infrastructure Act of 2022. Reducing how long it takes to hire a federal job applicant or process a retirement claim are two top priorities for the deputy director nominee at the Office of Personnel Management. Rob Shriver, the White House's pick for OPM's second-in-command, tells senators he would also focus on implementing the new military spouse hiring authority and consider the future of telework for the federal workforce. If the Senate confirms him, Shriver would be the first person to hold the deputy director position in nearly two years. It's not called a uniform, but the Navy has a new uniform. It's called a Tupac, and the Navy will start issuing it to sailors this year. The fire-retardant two-piece uniform is called organizational clothing because it's issued free of charge to sailors. The Tupac will be navy blue for rates E6 and below, while E7 and above and officers will wear it in khaki. It's meant to be the primary at-sea uniform, but Navy personnel can also wear it off the ship, on and off the base. Find these stories at federalnewsnetwork.com. For the Federal Newscast of Thursday, October 6th, 2022, I'm Peter Masurlian. Reconnect with a carpool or vanpool. Even if you're commuting just a few days a week, Commuter Connections can match you with others that live and work near or at the same place as you. Prefer taking the bus or train? There's never been a better time to reconnect with transit. Plus, you have the added comfort of knowing Guaranteed Ride Home is there for any unexpected emergency for free. For more options, visit commuterconnections.org or call 1-800-745-RIDE. Some restrictions apply. Any workout, any mood, any time. 
That's what the Peloton Tread is all about. From interval runs that motivate you to go the extra mile, power walks that work up a sweat, rolling hill hikes for you to enjoy, and full body boot camps to hit your goals. Plus thousands of workouts that go beyond the tread. Strength programs, core classes, yoga, Pilates, and even boxing. Everything you need on and off the Peloton Tread. Experience it all for yourself with a 30-day home trial. Learn more at OnePeloton.com.